1: everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I am your host, Patricia Baker. And guess what, everybody? I am here with my co-host, PK, Patricia Kirkman. Welcome, Patricia Kirkman, PK. How are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing better. I don't know how long I'll be able to sit up, but I'm doing it as long as I can. Because okay. I don't want to well, miss the show.
1: No, this is... Is going to be amazing because you know who we have coming on tonight, Jerry Sargent, who is a very powerful and very unique healer from the U.K. He's staying up very late at night just to be with us and our audience. I'm very honored. I know you are, too. His book is incredible. It's just an incredible book. And we're going to find out all about how he does what he does. We cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. So really blessed and pleased to have Jerry with us tonight. But first, let me check in with you because I know you've been looking at what's coming up on this crazy world. What's happening?
2: Well, you know, we've got one day and we're going to be in August. And August is a review of last year. So please remember that. There's a luck factor that goes with it. There's a lot of things happening in a positive way, but it's also going to make us very scattered. The other part of this is we're going to look for things that we, we think of the pretties and whatever, which means that we can get ourselves in trouble because we can overspend at what we see and the things that we think we want. That can get us in deep trouble. But the most important part is, because it's all about communications of all forms, do be very careful of gossip because we're going to tend to say things and put our feet in it big time. So remember, we're reviewing last year. Looking forward to what's coming up throughout the month, which can be fun and good because it's social, it's outgoing, but we don't want to abuse it. There's luck in the air, and if we take advantage of that, we could end up having one fabulous month. Because reviewing last year when it was good versus what we've been going through and what's coming up next month, meaning September for this year, let's enjoy the month of August because it'll be good for socializing, it'll be good for sharing communication, but the most important part is it keeps us feeling uplifted, and working in a very positive way. So let's go for the good stuff while well, we've got a chance to have it come because this definitely. is the last we're going to see for
1: a while. Just wow. a thought. okay. Yes, well, we have got to take advantage of those upswings, that's for sure.
2: Oh, definitely. And it's it's going to be, like I said, it's a review of last year's stuff. Take a look at where you were last year, what was going on around you, It is going to deal with people having things to say, and we're going to see a lot of people that we don't want to have things to say, blurting it out throughout the ethers, (laughs) and we're going to be stuck with trying to put it together. But if we think positive, last year for the most part was not that bad. It was pretty good. This year, what can you say? It's, It's just been a nightmare. And there's no chance for it to get any better throughout the year. Except for the month of August So let's take advantage of it where we can
1: Oh, that sounds like a big relief Okay, well, I'm getting ready for August here So that sounds That's- good And I did get a message As you know From Captain Kramer yes. And as our audience knows Captain Kramer Because he came onto the show Before COVID hit And told us all about mm-hmm. it He warned us He was right and we have the utmost respect for him and because he really knows what's going on, and he did share all of it with our audience. And he was just on again recently talking about different stages that we were going to go through in the world. Mm-hmm. And, again, sure. he talked about Russia and China being a threat and making moves, and certainly that's what we're seeing. We have been informed that uh, Russia is doing some type of testing with some, some space weapon, and China has made some moves around Ecuador with their ships, and this is something Captain Kramer also talked about. But I asked him specifically about the Pentagon releasing information about UFO technology, because, as you know, mm-hmm. they've kind of dribbled out you know, some things about that that, they were going to talk about it. They were going to release it. So I asked him, and I said, any idea on when and anything, any other information coming out? And he said, it does look like they're going to let another tidbit trickle out. Mm-hmm. But he also said this. He said, just expect more and sudden shifts as we go along. And when I tried to get some details, he said he really couldn't, Divulge Jenny. So I thanked him for what he said. And he said, No worries. Expect it to get crazier and crazier as it all unfolds. That much I can be certain <laughs> of. So I said, Oh boy, <laughs> time to fasten my seatbelt. Glad I live in the middle of nowhere. And he said, That's probably a good thing, but seatbelts won't help. Just stay as grounded and centered as possible. So that was his advice. That's what he had to say. If I get any more details from Captain Kramer, I will share it with all of you because, as you know, he is authentic and he does have real information. So that's all I got so far.
2: Well, you know, this goes along with your talking about August opening the doors and communications being opened up, and there is that luck factor to it. There are going to be things that are going to come out, that are going to be a plus side, but there's going to be some of it that's going to be the gossip side, and it's Mm -hmm. for us to hold tight and pay attention to what they're offering us, because we are going to be given some insight into things we
1: didn't think we were going to. That's right, and it sounds like they're going to start there. So we've got our ear to the ground to see what else is coming. We'll be the first to let you all know whatever we hear And that was the last message I got from Captain Kramer. So, on to healing. Now, I'm going to introduce our guest to you. He is amazing. His name is Jerry Sargent. He is known as the facilitator, and he is the founder of Star Magic Healing. He's also a powerful motivational speaker, an international best-selling author, and is world-renowned for healing people, creating rapid shifts within them, and transforming their lives on the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual plane. Now, Jerry's ability to heal has been likened to some of the most powerful healers in history, having facilitated the healing of broken bones, removing tumors, cysts, dissolving fibromyalgia, healing hearts, as well as healing broken relationships, and supercharging businesses to achieve massive success. So through all of this, Jerry knows the key to transformation is unconditional love, and this message he delivers in his own unique, down-to-earth style that everyone can grasp, internalize, and use to create phenomenal transformation in their own lives. Now, Jerry also is the creator of the planet's most powerful meditation library, where the lives of thousands have been catapulted to achieve happiness and success. So I'm going to stop talking because I want to bring Jerry onto the show. Jerry, welcome to the show.
3: Definitely. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so lucky to have you with us tonight.
1: Yes, we are thrilled to have you here, Jerry. This is an amazing, amazing thing that you're doing. And as I said off the air, you have so much that you offer on every level, every level of healing. So it's not just physical. You're you're hitting people where they need it most sometimes. Maybe it's not physical. Maybe it is in their businesses. Maybe it's emotional, as you mentioned, in their relationships. But let's start with you because you've had a very interesting life. You made a big transition in your own life that started, it looks like, with a car accident. So tell us how this all turned around for you.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting story. Um, up until the point of the car crash, uh, my life was very different. I was a criminal, as you probably read, uh, smuggling drugs and being involved in lots of high-profile bank fraud for many years. And uh, one day... Um, I was with my ex-wife and children in Romania traveling to Bucharest there for early one morning and I was asleep in the passenger seat and I woke up, there was a loud crash and a bang and the car was swaying from side to side, there was glass and there was wind and I remember thinking to myself, boy, we're in a bad accident, we're either going to hit the oncoming traffic or the car's going to flip over and then all of a sudden we came to a stop and there was no other cars on the road. And uh, I looked at the taxi driver. He looked petrified. I looked in the back, and our daughter, Alay, was climbing out from underneath the driver's seat. There was no seatbelts in the taxi. And Laura, um, my ex-wife, had Josh, our son, in her arms, and both their mouths were full of glass. And I looked in front of me, and there was a big hole in the windscreen, and there's blood dripping down my face, and it wasn't my blood. I wasn't bleeding, and I thought, this is a really strange situation. So I got out of the car and I've looked about 30 meters up the road, and there were two ladies lying on the side of the road. And I looked about another 100 to 150 yards up the road, and there was what looked like a dead body. And what happened is three ladies were crossing the road early in the morning, and the first one got hit clean on. She came through the windscreen, hit me in the face whilst I was asleep, and then got sucked back over the car and died. The second one had her ankles cut off, and the third one was physically okay. So I've walked past the two ladies, Um, because there was nothing I could do and there was a man that had come out from a nearby factory and he was on the phone so I thought he must have called the emergency services and I was focused on what looked like this dead body and I walked up the road it was just getting daylight and it was like an old country road and I got closer and closer and I saw this like energy hovering above the, the lady's body And I now know it was the lady's soul. I mean, up until this point, I didn't believe in anything spiritual, God, the universe, anything esoteric. I thought it was all just for crazy people. (laughs) So I'm looking looking at this energy, and I'm shaking my head, and it just wouldn't go. And I got closer and closer, and then this energy kind of fizzled off into the ether. And by this time, I'm looking down over the lady's body, and her legs were wrapped up over her head, and it was like someone had taken an old car to the scrap heap. Like whatever was inside the body, it had no use for the, this physical vessel anymore. And uh, I looked up to the heavens, and it was a really strange situation because I remember thinking to myself, I want a whiskey and a cigarette. I want to, I want to celebrate. It felt like a momentous occasion. I, I just remember saying, thank you. And it was like the universe smacking me around the face and saying, Jerry, you need to wake up. You know, you need to change your life. We're so much more than these physical beings. We're atoms and molecules and energy and we're we're space. And and we're not just these physical vessels. And so this this incident happened and it it made me really curious. And uh, a few months later, my ex-wife, she had a headache and she was lying down on the bed. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, I can take this out of your head. And I don't know why I thought it. I walked over to her, and I saw inside her head, and I saw this green energy. So I reached into her head and grabbed it out, and she got up off the bed like she didn't have a headache. And I thought, this is a bit weird. You know, what's going on? Um, but I think, like, the lady coming through the windscreen somehow knocked a bit of sense into me and started, um, <laughs> it started this kind of process. So this happened, and then a few months later, we moved to New Zealand, and a friend of mine had a, a serious car accident. And her partner phoned up and said, can you help? And I was like, well, how am I going to help? You know, I'm in New Zealand. And, um, you know, she's in England. Like, what could I possibly do? But my intuition was saying, go and lie on the bed, get some crystals, put them on your chakras. So I went and laid down on the bed and put these crystals on my chakra points. And all of a sudden, I was inside this lady's hospital room. And all this light started pouring out of my hands. And I kind of just started... To put her body back together I knew what to do So I did this every day For a couple of weeks And the doctors Had said to her You know You're probably never Going to walk again You'll be in hospital For at least a year But I did this every day For a couple of weeks And she walked out of hospital In 12 weeks With a frame. And oh I was thinking God. to myself Did I do something Didn't I do something this Is This my crazy imagination But she came out of hospital And phoned me up And she said Jerry I woke up one night Looked to the side of my bed And said What are you doing here And oh, she saw me In the hospital She saw me in the hospital room, yeah, and I was thinking, what is going on? This is crazy. But I started to realize that what happens inside your mind is actually reality in another quantum space. So this event happened, and I met this old guy, and he taught me how to meditate. And he had a pyramid in his garden, and I used to go around there every day, and I was hooked on meditation. And I had some amazing experiences um, in, in this pyramid. I'll tell you about two of them. I was sat there meditating one day with my eyes open, and... Uh, my, my feet turned to balls of fire and I looked down and there was flames and I'm thinking, you know, my feet are going to burn but they, they weren't hot on the inside and then Jesus appeared in front of me and he said, Jerry, you can go anywhere you want in your life, just don't be scared and I, I looked at him and just nodded I was like, okay and then he turned and he walked up some steps in the garden which led through a door so I followed him, I went up the steps through the door and we were in the Last Supper and we were wow. sat around the table I, I was Matthew. He was giving the Last Supper Sermon. There was fruit and drinks and all this sort of stuff, and everyone was around the table. And I looked out of the window, and there was a massive spaceship. And they were kind of showing me that extraterrestrials have been around, like, forever. So I stayed for a little while, then got up, walked back out the door, down then stepped back into my meditation. And then two weeks later, like, the most prominent event that, that kind of started this healing journey happened. I was meditating again, and a space pod, the only way I can describe it, it was like a tiny little spacecraft, it landed in the garden, and I looked over and there was a blue extraterrestrial inside of it. So I brought my light out of my body, I walked over to the spacecraft, and I got inside, and we flew through this tunnel for about four or five seconds, came out the other side, and we were above the beach, and there was water, and I looked up the beach, and there was all of these blue beings, and there was forest and at the back of the beach. So I got out of the space pod, I walked up the beach, and I met these beings, and they hugged me. And when they hugged me, I just completely melted. Like The level of love that I experienced, was, it was indescribable, and it felt like I was home. And I started to know things. like I knew that these beings were from Lyra. I knew that we were in, in the Alpha Centauri star system, but I'd never heard of Alpha Centauri. I'd never heard of, of Lyran's or Lyra. But this right. information started coming to me. I started to know what kind of food they ate, what their kind of pregnancy cycles were like, how they gave birth. And I was thinking, where's all this information coming from? And then they, they took me through the forest into this building, which was made by lights. And they took me inside to meet, the only way I can describe it is like meeting a chief or an elder. And I knelt down on the floor and had this big orange download of light and and geometry in my crayon. And it went on for a little while. And then these two beings just picked me up and they frog marched me back to the space pod, stuck me inside. We flew back through the tunnel, back into the garden. I was back in my meditation. And I was thinking, what is going on? This is just crazy. And then nothing else happened for about two years. And we we, set up a health and fitness center in New Zealand. And it was going really well. And then one day... Uh, I woke up and I said to, to to Laura and the kids, we've got to go back to England. And they were like, are you crazy? We've just set up a life in New Zealand. I said, I don't know why, but we've got to go back. And mm. like I just couldn't figure it out. But in the end, I persuaded them after a few weeks. And we flew back to England. And then I started seeing fairies and meeting angels and all of these kind of things. And this angel, he told me his name was Archangel Gabriel. And he said, you've got to write a book. I said, what's it called? He said, it's called Into the Light. So... I ran home, I started writing this book, and it took me about four weeks. I published it, and then when I finished writing it, I realized that it wasn't actually writing the book. It was the connection that was happening when I was writing the book because this, the, all these new frequencies started flowing through me. And as soon as I finished, I started seeing all this geometrical code in the empty space, and it was the same geometrical code that I had in the orange download of light on the planet. And I was saying to my guides, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? They said, you've just got to meditate more. So I was getting up every day at 5 o'clock with my son. He's about, I don't know, 7, 8 years old at the time. And we were going into meditation together. And we ended up underneath the pyramids in Egypt in these mystery schools. And I was looking around, and we were sat at these like old wooden desks like you get in, in, in the kind of old school classrooms when we were kids. And there was loads of other human beings in there, um, black, white, you know, just old, young, just different humans from all over planet Earth. And we were sat there, and there was a guy at the front, and he had a scroll, and he was getting these different scrolls out and showing us these symbols. And on, this, on the on the scrolls, these symbols were the same symbols that I saw in the empty space, and also the same symbols in the orange download of light. So he basically showed us how to use these ge- geometries to heal people, and we went every day for nine months. And then people started coming into my life that needed healing, And I was like, let me just see if this stuff works. And it was working. And it just kept working. So I went to a local kind of spiritual exhibition. And um, I I made some flyers, said I was an energy healer. And I I was saying to people, listen, put your name down on the list. I'm going to give away three free healings. And about 80 people put their names down. And I phoned every single one of them and said, you've won, just so I could practice. So I practiced on all these people. And the, the results were amazing. So I phoned them up and said, listen, would you give me a testimonial on video? And they were like, yeah, no problem. So I was going to everyone's houses, getting these testimonials. And I thought, you know, now I can prove that what I'm doing is working. Let me just turn this into a business. So Star Magic was born. And that was about four years ago. And that was kind of the journey of how it all unfolded. And, you know, I've written a book called Star Magic Heal the Universe. Um, the one that you've got, you know, light codes and frequencies. Um, we're starting to build healing centers in Madeira and Romania because these Blue lions visited me and told me to do that. We've been training people. And, yeah, life's just kind of just taken a whole different trage- trajectory, and it's just amazing. And I'm just so grateful to be on this path and on this mission and meeting some amazing people and just helping people. Yeah, that's kind of my sort of machine gun version of my life story.
1: It's amazing. What,
3: Jerry,
2: difference? where did you... Where do you feel it came about that you were chosen to be
3: given this gift? Well, when I, now I know what I know, and I look back over my life. Mm-hmm. I realize that this happened before I even came onto the planet. Um, because when I was born, I was fostered, adopted. Um, I was raped as a little kid. My birth mum had a really traumatic pregnancy because I found her when I was 25 explained to me everything that happened and I realized that when I was born like darker forces in the world mm-hmm. tried to mess me up and, and, and they raped me and, and split my kind of personality by triggering my Kundalini when I was a really young baby um, and, and sent me on a darker path because they didn't want me to shine my light and, and to go on this mission so there's been forces at work all the way and, and even once I discovered this, 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 this mission and, and what I was supposed to do I've even, they've even tried to kill me since in a car crash, and even the I was even arrested two years ago for healing people with cancer, they tried to put me in prison, but I've just kept going, and and, and I've always been supported, and yeah, so I've realized this has been an ongoing thing since the day that I was born, and I've always meant to have been on this path. It's amazing
2: amazing that you've survived all of this.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to quit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, just, I always just find Ruffy a way. For to
3: keep going quit. Yeah.
1: gosh. Well, yeah, I mean, but you it's it, you know, it's the first time I've ever heard anybody talk about their traumatic past with with in this way. You know mm-hmm. that it was the way they were trying to prevent you from finding your own light and it makes so much sense. It really does. So, uh, God bless you because you persisted and you found it and now you're doing it every day and actually you brought up something I was going to ask you about because there are healers who through the years have been uh I guess you'd say in trouble because they can do this and so you you've run into some difficulties with that as well is that in the UK that you had problems with that
3: yeah um it was it must have been about two two and a half years ago um I just got a knock at the door one day and they arrested me and took me in for questioning and I was like you know "What, what is going on and um, anyway, they it was for, I had a lady in India, um, she was a client and she had cancer and um, I, I gave her three healing sessions and afterwards there was no cancer. So she made a video and it showed the doctor's reports before and after. I put it up on YouTube and then, I don't know, a couple of months later I was arrested and um, I got a private investigator to look into it and when, when they looked into it, it was actually the cancer charities that funded the investigation. So, I, I went through like, I think it's about a year or so court battle. And um, I, I mean, I, I was a single father. My kids uh, lived with me. They still live with me. And I was actually in New York doing a, at the Conscious Life Expo, giving a talk, a presentation, doing some healing demonstrations. And I flew back to England. Um, I arrived at six o'clock in the morning at Heathrow and I had to be at court at nine o'clock. So, me and the kids went straight to court with all our suitcases. And, and the judge said to me, she said, there's nothing more than I'd love to lock you up. She said, but because you've got two kids, my hands are tied, so I'm going to fine you £6,000, off you go. So they okay. fined oh. me and, and let me go. Yeah. Goodness. Crazy you know, it's story, so sad. That yeah.
1: It, yeah, and thank God they they didn't take this any further. But even here in the United States, this happens all the time with mm-hmm. medical doctors, you know, who are curing cancer. Uh, they, I know Dr. Brzezinski down in Texas. He's found a way to cure cancer, brain tumors, actually, and he has been hauled into court more times than I can count. It's so unfair, but it does happen, so I wondered about that with you. So thank goodness they're leaving you alone, as they should, because that's just despicable treatment when you're doing what you've been called to do, which is help people. And Yeah. And, yeah, and I, Now, the, some of the stories in your book is just wonderful, and, and one of them really caught my attention about the woman that you healed, but then she didn't quite make it, so can you tell us that story and, and the importance of it?
3: yeah you know what I'm mean, talking about yes, I think just one there's a couple that have happened like that, so just yeah, it was yes, a the woman the did not, not live,
1: one, but you did heal her yeah yeah,
3: yeah. yeah i mean that 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 for me was um. It was the first time that this had happened, and it was, the, it was probably the biggest learning curve that I could have, you know, it, it was a big slap around the face in a way, because I've always thought to myself, I've got to help everybody. They've got to live. You know, we can't let anybody go to the other side. You know, that's not, not what I'm here for. I'm here to help everybody, you know, stay on this earth plane. But this lady, I mean, she had, you know, her, horrific cancer in a gallbladder and her spleen. It was in her stomach. And, um, I spoke to her on a, I think it was like a Sunday evening and we had a really good chat and she'd been through a really serious marriage where she'd been beaten and abused. She was going through a second divorce and, um, yeah, I mean, she, she'd fallen out of love with herself. There was no self love and her body was just eating away at herself where she'd been through so much just horrific mental, physical, sexual abuse. And, um, I said to her, you know, if, if you're going to get through this, you've really got to find this self-love. So we did a healing session the following morning on the Monday, another one on the Monday evening, another one on the Tuesday morning. And we spoke to each other before and after all these sessions. And on the Tuesday morning, she said to me, you know, Jerry, you know, I, I, actually, I I'm actually, I'm actually starting to love myself. I can feel it in my heart. And I was like, you know, we've got a real good chance of getting through this. And then, Before the Tuesday evening session, she said, you know, I'm going through this second divorce. Please cut any ties to my um, current husband because I feel like he's holding me back. So we went into the sealing session, and um, I saw this, like, big oak tree. It was, like, an oak tree hanging out of her heart. And I looked at the other side of the oak tree, and it was connected to this man. So I dug into her heart. I pulled out all the roots, and I got rid of it. And, um afterwards like all of this light just started shining through her body it was like she turned into an angel and um, I said to my guide you know what am I supposed to do now they said that's it Jerry it's done I said you sure they said yep that's it she's healed and I was like brilliant so anyway that was the end of the healing session and I I, I went to sleep and I got a text message later on it woke me up and I looked at my phone and it said, it said Rachel's died she's passed back to spirit and I was looking up to the heavens saying you lied to me you lied to me and uh, anyway, I was—I I couldn't – it just really, really, like, battered my head. And then the next morning I woke up, and I've gone into meditation. And then this lady, Rachel, she came into my, uh, into my space, and she said, Jerry, thank you so much. She said, if you hadn't have done what you'd, you'd have done, I would have never been able to pass back to spirit because my energy was too locked into his. She said, you helped me love myself. I, 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 I worked through my trauma, my karma. And then you helped me go back to spirit where I had to do my real work. And it really helped me understand that, you know, sometimes our job is to actually help people transition. And it's not always to keep people alive because, you know, we sometimes look at this from a three, three D perspective and we think, you know, can I help them. Live? There's like living and dying, but really the spirit never dies. It, it just moves on to it, to a new plane of existence. And, you know, the, the energy is just transitioning from one space to another. And this was probably one of my biggest lessons in healing. Um, It was the first person that had ever kind of like passed back to the spirit on my watch. And, you know, I couldn't believe it. I was devastated at first. But after she visited me and told me, you know, I I realized, you know, that that there's so much more to this than just, you know, healing people and helping them live and getting through their pain.
1: Really, what a lesson. lesson. Fantastic. I'm I'm curious,
2: Jerry. I keep breaking bones for some reason. And, you know, I fractured my back a couple of years ago, a few, in the spine, a few areas. And I've just done this again with the uh, posture, with the uh, posture oh. area. And I'm going, what do I do? Is it that I disavow who I am, that I don't pay attention enough? Or do I just keep working at it to make it, try to make it better? What does one do well, when they I mean- keep the same
3: Yeah, things. I mean, it, it really depends. Every situation is different but you're talking about your bones and the bones are all about structure. So if, if you look at the body, the body is a communication device and mm-hmm. every time something is happening with a person, whether it's their bones, whether it's their eyes, whether it's their liver, their kidneys, whatever, the body is just communicating and saying, listen, you're out of alignment and you need to sort this out. But we've never been taught how to read the body. So we think, well, let's you know, go to the doctors, let's get some medication, let's, let's do this, let's do that. But no one ever thinks, ah, it's my bones. So there's something out of alignment. I need to either restructure my life or I need to, 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 to stop having so much structure and being so rigid. So there's something going on with structure in your life that you're not seeing. And whereabouts in your body is it that, that, that it broke, whether you're, your bones broke? Well, the
2: pelvis is what I just broke recently. And fractured, and usually it's the ribs and or the spinal area, a couple of discs in the spine. And it seems to be... Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah so, I mean, they're all different things. I mean, the the, the the hips and the the pelvis are all to do with direction.
4: Mm-hmm. So there's, there's
3: a direction that you're not taking. There's something that the universe has been trying to tell you for so long, and you're just either you haven't got the courage to take it or you're just not seeing it. Or you're complacent with where you are and you're thinking, well, I'll just stick to what I'm doing. I don't need to do anything else. Um, so that's why your hips and your pelvis, that's why your pelvis is gone. Um, I mean, the, the ribs protect the heart. Mm. The ribs are to yeah, do I've with
2: love. placed on top of everything else. And that's why I'm wondering. So if I'm doing it to myself, how can I learn to stop doing this? How does one learn well, how to put, utilize the gifts that we have?
3: Well, you've got to listen. I mean, the first thing that I would do is I'd be be speaking directly to my pelvis because your pelvis will talk to you and it will say, you need to to take this action. And I'm sure that the universe has been communicating with you for a long time because your pelvis doesn't just break for no reason. You know, Mm -hmm. if you fall and you have a trip or you get run over by a car and your pelvis breaks, that's just all part of the mechanism to get you to look at yourself. You've just got to look at the body parts. and, And however the universe gets the body parts to break, it's completely and utterly irrelevant. What you've got to do is just understand that your body is communicating with you and all of the things that took place in your external environment to, to make this happen is just a part of the process. So you've got to communicate with your hips. You've got to close your eyes. You've got to breathe deeply. You've got to settle yourself down and say, listen, pelvis, you know, talk to me. You know, I'm ready and, and willing to learn this lesson. What direction do you want me to take? What, what is it that I'm not seeing? and then just listen and feel, and then just follow your heart, because your heart is your life compass, and it will always lead you in the direction of your dreams, and it will always lead you into the greatest version of yourself, but a lot of us don't have the courage to follow our heart. but if uh-huh. you just listen, and you'll be still, you, you, you will get the guidance. That's fabulous
2: information, Jerry, because I'm able to work with and help other people, but I'm, the, I'm the, the weak link of the keg is me, for me. I can work with others but not for self. So now I've got a direction. You, you know what is a
3: really, a really good idea, sister? is um, like, And this is what, how we train people, because it's always the hardest to deal with ourselves. And, and for me, too, mm-hmm. myself, you know, it's always easier for me to work on other people than me. So it, it, what, what you've got to try and do is detach yourself from yourself. So if you like bring up what I would call a hologram in front of you, which could mm-hmm. be like an empty vessel. So you could imagine like a body, arms, legs, feet, a head, a face, and, 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 and just see it with no facial features. So it's like an empty transparent vessel. And then you can visualize the hips or the pelvis inside this hologram. And then what you do is you say this is the hologram of Patricia or this is the hologram of you say your name.
4: Mm-hmm. And then
3: what you do is you see your, see this is like you're working with someone that isn't you, and then and you ask that person tips. What is going on with this person's tips? And you, and and you detach yourself from the situation, and it's like you're taking a third party perspective, and then it becomes much easier. Instead of looking down into your own tips and communicating with them, it's like you're communicating with someone else's tips, and it really does work.
2: That's fabulous information jerry i can't thank you enough for being so kind to give me that information at this time
3: greatly no, it's appreci- cool. i think what's oh, yeah. really important on this planet right now is for everyone to share you know we've got all these tools and these skills and it's not like they're new they're ancient they've been around since the dawn of time so you know like i've got nothing to teach anyone i'm no guru i'm just here to help people remember so if we can't share this ancient wisdom, something's wrong. If we don't share it, it's only because of ego. And and, and I don't want mm. to keep this stuff to myself. I just want people to have it so the world can be free. Because if everybody knows this stuff, we're not going to need doctors and nurses. We're going to be able to heal ourselves, and we were designed to self-heal. That's fabulous. Now, Jerry, mm. when you...
1: Do a healing, like if you are going to be doing a healing for PK, and I want everybody to know that you do offer private work and they can find you, because I'm getting a lot of texts from people saying, where do I find him? So where yep. do you suggest people go to find out about your uh, private healings and your workshops?
3: What yeah, I mean, if but, you go to what? starmagichealing.com. Yes, yeah, starmagichealing.com. Star-Magic-Healing. <laughs> And on there, you'll find all of our social media channels. Um, You can engage in our free global meditations, which we run a few times a month. We've got a meditation library. There's there's so many ways that that you can can engage with us. Um, Some of them are free. Some of them are paid. Um, We've got online communities. You can just engage with the tribe, and you'll meet lots of other people that, you know, uh, are on the same path as you. And we can all connect together and share and just make this world a better place.
1: That's great. Now, if you were going to be doing a healing on PK, for example, let's say he comes to you and says, you know what, I want you to do a healing for me, then you, do you have a specific procedure that you follow, you know, questions that you ask and a time frame that you work with people on? Is it an hour? Is it two hours? How do you do this? What's the structure for you?
3: Okay, so if you, if you wanted to book a healing with me, um, you, you, you go to the website and you book it. And then uh, one of our team would contact you, and they'd get some information. They'd ask you for a photograph. Uh, they'd ask you for your time zone, all of this stuff. They'd ask you what you wanted worked on, etc. And then what would happen is they'd send the photo to me. And, and the reason I ask for a photo is because once I look into someone's eyes, I get a whole readout. It's like I've got a blueprint of your soul. So I can see all of your past life, your parallel life experiences, and I can just start, I, I start to see what needs to be shifted on a quantum level to heal the physical. So what, 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 once I've looked at your photo, the healing really starts. And, and we might not connect for maybe a week or three weeks or whatever it is. But as soon as I look into your eyes, you, you, you need to start drinking lots of water. You need to start being a bit easy on yourself and get into nature every day. And, and just kind of just allow the process to unfold because once the, the, the energy starts, it starts to shift you on a real deep level. So old emotions can come to the surface, this sort of stuff. And then when it comes to the time of our healing, you'll be asked to lie down 15 minutes before and we'll give you some instructions. And then at the time of the healing, I'm just going to come into your space and you'll feel me working on you. Um, and it could last for 30 minutes, it could last for an hour. It really just depends on, on, on what's happening. Like when, it, when, it, when it's time to finish your higher self, Will kick me out of the space and form it's over. And then you'll kind of, it'll be like someone's cut your cut the energy in your space with a knife. And then the next day you'll get a report, which I've dictated, which will be, it'll tell you all about the past lives that we've been into, what we feel, what happened in these parallel realities, and, and basically what we've done, and then some instructions of what you need to do moving forward. Yes, yeah, so that's how it works.
1: Well, that sounds tremendous. Wonderful. It really does. Now, when somebody asks you for a healing, because you can work across so many different uh, areas of someone's life, do you ask them to focus on one particular thing or do you just say they want a healing, I'm just going to do whatever is appropriate to heal?
3: It really depends on the person. Some, I mean, if someone comes for a serious disease like a brain tumor or something, obviously they're not really bothered about finances and business. They, they just want to live. So those people will will always say to me, just get rid of my brain tumor. But Mm -hmm. for for, for me, um, I'll, I'll always go in and I'll work on that. But I always ask a question when I start a healing session. I always ask this question. I always say to the universe, please show me something I don't know to help me facilitate the healing of this incredible human being. Because star magic isn't a system. It's not a healing modality. We haven't got a system that we follow. We always ask that question, please show me something I don't know, so we can tap into the infinite field of possibilities and the infinite field of potential. So as soon as I ask that question, the universe just starts to present me with information, and then I just start to work through that information like a computer game. And, and in the quantum field, when you're looking at the geometrical codes, um, you never really know what you're going to see. I mean, because the universe presents things to you in shapes and images and code, and you know, it's, it's, it's in metaphors to what is really happening. So you've got to kind of trust what you're seeing, and then you've got to just, you know, learn how to kind of be okay with it and play with it. But the way I always kind of describe it to people is like, it's like an information stream. So if let's say, for example, someone's got a brain tumor. Um, the brain is the control center. So I know that there's, at some level they have control issues. So what I need to do is to find where those control issues came from and heal them. So it, it may be that the control issues come from childhood, it may be that it comes from a past life or several past lives. So what I do is I'll find the deepest point in, in space time in the quantum field that contains the trigger that is creating this um this want to control things in their reality. So what I do is I go go into that timeline and I change the timeline. Now We're working with energy and light, and energy and light is information. So there's some information in the quantum field that is streaming into this person's biological computer, which is their body and their brain. And it's basically saying, you've got control issues, so show the world that you've got control issues. So the person has control issues because they're running these patterns that create control issues. Now, once I change the timeline... Those, con- those control issues don't exist in the past life or the parallel reality anymore. So that information stream can no longer flow into their biological computer, their body and brain. I put a different stream in there that has nothing to do with control. It means they're free. So what happens is the physical symptoms j- just disappear. It's like unplugging them from a hard drive and plugging them into a new hard drive. If you look at this, like the, the person has a computer and, and their, their website is yellow, and you want to change the website to green, you go into the back end of the website and you change the code. I'm just changing the code in the back end of their biological computer, their body and brain. And I do that by healing the past lives and parallel realities. So it's actually quite simple if you look at it in this way. You've just got to work out and and know how to tap the potential in the past lives and parallel realities and how to change those information streams. And this is what we kind of share people when we train, when we're training people to heal with star magic.
1: Now, when you train people, how long does it take? How how many does it take? A long time. You're taking years to train people. Months. How do you do it?
3: Five days. It's a five day training.
1: Oh, That's five kidding. days. That's it. My goodness.
3: Yeah, I mean, like our, our trainings, they're so powerful. We get people in 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 a space for five days. We're working from nine in the morning to sometimes ten eleven at night, five days in a row. And I share so much information. We're just practicing. We're meditating, we're practicing, we're doing demonstrations. And by the end of the five days, people just get it. And then they go away, we give them, they, they, they have to do 15 practice healing sessions. They send it into the team to check them out, and then they become a, uh, an accredited facilitator on our website. And they go out and just start their own healing businesses or um, take the information and put it into their existing healing business.
1: That's wow. fabulous. Edible. Now, do you do these online, or do you have to do them in person?
3: We do them in person, and, and it's interesting because, um, obviously, with all of this COVID stuff, we've had to cancel our last few trainings, mm-hmm. and um, we, 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 I mean, we had some lined up in England, different countries, and we had people coming from America, everywhere, but I, I, I asked everybody, would you like to do it online, but people were saying, no, we want to do it in person. Um, and then we're actually doing our first online training next month, but we're doing it for the Chinese and the Taiwanese people. People in, in the Eastern culture, they seem to be really happy doing this stuff online, but people in the West like to do it all in person. So this is interesting too. But to be honest with you, I prefer to do it in person because when you're in that enclosed environment, you know, surrounded by nature, all working together, no one goes home to their external environment and gets bombarded with other energies. They're all there for five days. We have a vegan chef in. They're eating high vibrational food. We're doing ceremonies. Um, it's just it's so powerful that being submerged in that environment, you can't help but shift. You know, just beyond. So yeah.
1: So these are all in the UK right now. The the ones that are in person.
3: No, we do them we do them in um America, England, Holland, Dubai, um, all yeah. over the world. Yeah, I mean oh my gosh. everywhere. Is yeah, there a list of
2: countries that are going yeah, to be on, in on
3: our website in the events section. We we've got one okay. coming up in Sedona in November. We've oh, got uh um, oh, England. There in you October. go, C
2: There's Better That's sign up. Yeah. An hour to four
3: hours
1: away. Okay, there you
2: go. Yeah,
3: you should come along. Yeah, we've been to Sedona the last two years to train people. And we go to the Sedona McGall Retreat. It's a beautiful place. Oh, that sounds fabulous!
1: Hey, put your name in the hat for that, PK. That sounds great. I have to. If my boat's together
2: enough get
0: me there.
1: <laughs> I know it. <laughs> well, look, we're going to take a very short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to continue this very exciting conversation with. Jerry Sargent, and I cannot wait to hear more about all of this, especially the involvement of the ETs. So stay tuned, yes. everybody. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio, and we will be right back.
0: Pure essential oil, specialized minerals, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology, Astridian combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian, beyond your expectations.
5: There are a lot of psychics out there. How do you decide which one is right for you? You look for someone who empowers you, who's practical and spiritually connected, who says, here are your opportunities, here are your challenges, and here's a way to deal with them, and then gives you your own toolbox to make your life everything you want it to be. Hi, I'm Corby Mitlide, and that's how I work with you. As a certified professional tarot reader, I've helped thousands of people for over 40 years through my toolbox. Cards, past life retrieval, numerology, spirit guide conferences, and mediumship. Whether it's career, relationships, finances, or your spiritual road, together we can replace your confusion with clarity. And you'll probably find a little laughter along the way. Visit me at corbimitli.com to find out how to cross your bridge from fear to fearlessness and fly. And tell me you found me at Supernatural Girls for a special gift with your reading corby Mitlide, the practical psychic for catching your tomorrows today find me at dot that's dot
4: your property tax bill have you seen it lately it's frightening your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down it's time to fight back and win For the real truth about the property tax system, get Attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Available
6: on Amazon.com. Are you frustrated with endless mantras, affirmations, and processes that promise to align your life with your dreams only to find yourself years later in the same space where you began? Do you feel like you must be doing something wrong because nothing seems to be working? Don't you just wish that someone could shift your consciousness for you and your life could align with your desires without all the effort? Well, your wish is about to come true. Hi, I'm Carrie Cannon, and I have a gift that allows me to align the consciousness of others to be in harmony with their dreams. The best part is, it requires no particular effort on your part. Upon listening to a consciousness alignment, People have reported instant energy shifts, financial windfalls, soulmate connections, healed relationships, physical healings, and more. To gain access to a free trial offer for my entire Manifesting Miracles Library of Consciousness Alignments, go to CommandMiracles.com now for details. Again, that's CommandMiracles.com for information about our free trial offer. That's CommandMiracles.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I am your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with PK and our incredible guest tonight who is staying up late to talk with us in the U.K., and his name is Jerry Sargent. He is a healer, and he's the author of a new book called Star Magic, and it is available on Amazon.com and in your local bookstores be sure to get a copy of this book because it details everything you need to know about healing with light codes. Terrific book, and we're going to talk now more about the whole process. And, Jerry, you mentioned ETs, which is, of course, one of our favorite topics. Do you continue to have a relationship with the blue uh, ETs and any others in your healing experiences?
3: Yeah. Um, regularly um, I mean shortly after starting the business um, I don't even like to call it a business it's more like a mission so shortly after starting this mission um, I was meditating one day up on a hill and um, I looked out over the town and the whole town just disappeared and I saw the Christ consciousness grid of the planet um, and there were all these little dots around it and and then this blue being that that is called Derakui, which is the being that came to, uh, to take me in the spacecraft. There's two of them. There's Derakui, and I met another one called Theeron a little bit later on. And anyway, Derakui came to, to see me, and he said, "Jerry, you see all those dots? They're healing centers." He said, "You know, you need to build them." And I was like, "Well, if I build them, who's going to run them?" And and he said, "Well, you know, you've got to train people um, to, to 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 do star magic, and then they can go and." go and work in them once they're trained, and that's the whole reason we started training people, and, and to be honest with you, for the last few years, I've just been following these guys' guidance, um, and I've not really had to think, I've just had to just be like a bit of a robot, and, and just do exactly what they've told me to do, and that's really all I do, follow the guidance from the Lyran, work with them, and um, we, we, we've got some Palladians that we work with. There's some beings from, from way outside of our universe that we work with, too, that are like geometrical beings. Uh, so, yeah, we work with, with different ETs uh, from, from different, different places. Some of them, I just don't even know where they're from. Um, but they're wow. just the most beautiful cosmic energies that you've ever experienced. And, you know, when we're working on people, we've got like a team. I mean, you will have read about it in the book our magic team and Mm -hmm. you know we've got unicorns and dragons and and and, and different extraterrestrials that that come in and help us perform like psychic surgery you know we've 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 done like energetic transplants on um on organs like gallbladders kidneys people that have had them taken out we can give them new ones and ets often take our clients onto the crafts where they perform the psychic surgery and then bring them back to earth and their kidneys or their, their their organs are just good as new
2: Gary, no, what's this virus have... ongoing at this point in time? Are they giving you any information on how we could live with it better or work on behalf of the population per se? Because this is so devastating worldwide.
3: I ask that question again. I didn't hear the start of it.
2: I said, considering the health issues that are going throughout the universe at this point in time,
3: oh, the health issues. have
2: they given They're you COVID. any information? and how to work with any of this.
3: Well, the, the, the problem is, is most people on this planet have handed their power over. They've handed mm-hmm. their power over to a system that doesn't support them. They've handed the power over to a system that wants to rape and pillage them 24-7, extract their energy on multiple levels, physically and mentally, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So the only way that, that, that we're going to really return to um, you know, healing the planet is for us to actually mm-hmm. realize that we're not these subservient beings and we, we, we have the, the power to take control of our own realities and actually self-heal. Um, I mean, it, even through deep breath work, through meditation, you can trigger your, your immune system in such a way, so many chemicals will, will activate that you just never need to go to the doctor. You know, we're we're our own pharmaceutical companies, but we've, Mm -hmm. you know, it goes all the way back to birth. I mean, if you think about when a a lady gives birth, a woman gives birth to her child or children, she hands her power over on on day one because she goes into a hospital and she lies down. First of all, women are supposed to give birth standing up. If you go back to ancient Egypt, Atlantis, people give birth standing up because the, the, the body is designed that way. And what happens is we go and lie down, because we're told to, we we allow strangers to deliver our baby. Um, The umbilical cord is cut straight away, so there's a disconnection from the spirit. It's not supposed to be cut for at least a week. The umbilical cord is supposed to fall off naturally in the center. So, and also the baby comes out most of the time off its head on drugs because of all of the epidurals and the the painkillers. So there's so much trust that is lost before the baby even comes out of the mother's womb and into planet earth and then they're delivered by a stranger so the trust is even knocked even more they come out high so it's just a terrible situation um, and so we started off in this world living from a lack of trust so it's very easy for them to manipulate us and stop us discovering our own innate power which lies in our DNA and, and, and what we try and share with people when they come to our workshops is that lights and sounds Information and vibration is the key to unlocking your greatness, to you unlocking your wholeness. Because when you bring in the, light, in, in the correct light frequencies and you play the right music, it shifts people into a completely different paradigm. And they start to discover that they really are their own savior. And that no president, no archetypal figure, there's no one that's going to come and save you. You've got to save yourself. And, and, and until people start to realize this on math, there isn't going to be a great big change.
1: That makes sense. That really does. Now, what about, may I go back to uh, the people that actually get taken aboard the ship and healed there? Do they have a conscious memory of that when they return?
3: Absolutely. Um, Well, I mean, not all of them, but most of them. So, I mean, a lot of the time, uh, you know, we do these kind of demonstrations in our training. So I'll actually talk the person through it when we're taking them onto the craft and, you know, so that they actually understand what's happening. I mean, there are times when I'll do distance healing and I won't speak to the client and we do it. And, and it doesn't really make any difference. Um, yeah, it's just about taking them on there. Uh, take, like, say, for example, you've got someone that's got bad kidneys. Kidneys resemble fear and flow. So there's two things that have got to happen. Because we could give someone new energetic kidneys or they could even go and have a real kidney transplant. But the kidneys are going to get bad again because you've not eliminated the emotional trigger points. It's why if someone has cancer cut out of their body, most of the time it comes back because you can't cut out the emotions. So what we have to do is look at it from a two-pronged approach. Number one, we find the parallel reality or the past life that is creating the fear in the kidneys. We dissolve that. We collapse the timeline. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is we give them a new set of kidneys energetically, and and, and they kind of blend with with the old kidneys, and and they, they just rejuvenate.
1: That's very exciting because there's very little that can be done with kidney disease. What about healing animals? Do you heal people's dogs, cats, horses?
3: Like on our website, we don't, like, advertise for animals. But I have healed a lot of animals, um, from horses to dogs, cats, fish, um, all sorts of things, you know. I mean, we had a, a pet koi cat recently that had cancer, which we had to heal. Um, so you, you you get all sorts of, of interesting cases. Yeah. Yeah. Now with with I mean,
1: people, it, obviously there's emotional components. With but with animals, do oh. you also find emotional components that are the reason for their illness?
3: Sometimes, yeah. Especially with horses, horses deep deep emotions with the horses. Um, things like um, cats and dogs, generally they're picking up on the owner's stuff, but also as well. A lot of the cats and dogs that we see on the planet at the moment, I mean, they're, they're real star beings, the, the cats, you know, they're from Lyra, the, the dogs, you know, from Sirius and a few other star systems. They're really here to hold space for some of their human owners, and they're transmuting a lot of pain for their owners and also the planet in general. So the, the cats, dogs, a lot of these animals are doing such a wonderful job to, trans, to, to transmute the collective pain.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And, yeah, it was very similar, PK, to um, what our pet psychic said. Just that's recently. very true. Amanda mm-hmm. was talking about the very same thing you just mentioned, Jerry. Well, since you are able to connect these emotional issues to organ systems, what do you find connects to adrenal issues? I know some people have Addison's disease not enough cortisol, some people have Cushing's disease, too much cortisol. I'm very curious about that because it's often a missed diagnosis for many people, yet it can be very dangerous.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, I had a guy, he was an American guy, and um, he'd been in bed for about a year, and he had adrenal fatigue, and he he just couldn't get out of bed. I mean, even to get out of bed, he'd have to crawl to the bathroom. And he'd been to see lots of healers, different people. Um, he'd been to see, Brett, like, mind coaches, all sorts. And, and nothing had ever worked for him. And, and when I went in to do the healing, I said, you know, please show me something I don't know to help me facilitate this healing. And what I saw was a man and a woman walking down the road. And the man was him in another reality, and he was with his girlfriend or his wife. It doesn't really matter. I'm not really sure which it was. But anyway, they were walking down the road, and the, the woman that he was with stepped out into the road, and she got hit by a car. And then I saw her in his arms, and she was bleeding to death, and he was crying, he was angry, he was upset with himself, he felt guilty, and he blamed himself for what happened. So what I did is I rewound the timeline, and as the car was coming down the road, I tapped him on the shoulder and got him to look around. And and as the car was coming, he pulled her away from the pavement, um, away from the road. And so she didn't die. So I changed the timeline. And then I was able to, to make this timeline um, the, the, the information stream that was feeding into his biological computer. And then he literally got out of bed the next day and started walking. So oh, that's Yeah, Oof. so like... It, you, Again, you've just got to find the trigger point, you know, and and the trigger point for him was anger and guilt, and that was what was really just crushing his his adrenals. Mm
1: -hmm. That is something. Wow. Do you find that that
2: people come to you that they are are in need or some just come out of curiosity and then find who they really are because of the transition of the uh, time with you?
3: Yeah, it's interesting. And we get some people come because they have, like, an injury on a disease. Some people for, you know, business performance, sometimes relationships. You get mm-hmm. some people that are really curious, and so they just come. You get other people who have been, like, dragged to me, kicking and screaming by their, their other half. <laughs> and, 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 and they really don't don't want to be there. But it actually turns out to be the best thing that they, they, they've they ever done. You know, you get all sorts of things. You get some people that will phone up and say, listen, Will You please give my brother a healing he doesn't believe in any of this stuff, so we'll always ask the higher self and if we get a yes we'll proceed and if we get a no, then we won't so there's many different situations why people come but you uh, so
2: if a person wanted to have something done for so, on behalf of someone else, you could tell whether they require it or don't or won't listen to it or.
3: We'll be healed by that. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll ask their higher self. We'll, 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 we'll connect mm-hmm. with them before the healing and we'll say, listen, is it okay if we do the healing? And if their higher self says yes, then we'll go forward. And if the higher self says no, then we leave it. Um, and sometimes fabulous. that's really diff- difficult too because the person might be like, come on, please just do it, please just do it. They could be dying. And, 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 and sometimes you just can't get involved. And they think that you're being cruel or you just don't care. But You just have to listen to the guidance, you know. Mm
1: Mhm, that makes sense. What about the pineal gland? Because I see that you had something on your website about clearing that. Because a lot of people have blocks there; they they can't get that energy flowing. What do you have to say about that one?
3: I mean, the whole. I mean, if you look at this 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 kind of game that we're playing at the moment in in this world, um, if you look at children, like. Children used to come and start puberty when they were like 13, 14 years old. And, and now children, some of them are starting puberty when they're six and seven. And, and that's on purpose because they're putting so much hormones into the food. Because what happens, once uh, the, the, the child starts puberty, the pineal gland stops developing. So what they're trying to do is to create a subservient race. So that one of their main aims is to attack the pineal gland. If they can calcify the pineal gland by putting fluoride in the surface and like getting people to take too much calcify cal, calcium because they think they need it for their bones, it actually calcifies the pineal gland. And there's lots of other kind of chemicals in our foods, and there's nanotechnology in the chemtrails, and there's all sorts of stuff that, that is just blocking our third eye sight. So for me, one of the most important things is to unblock it. I mean, that... The pineal gland is all about hormone regulation. And also, the pineal gland is like a transducer. It it has a field of energy. And when you start to activate it, this field of energy goes out past your physical head and into the ether. And it's like a satellite that starts to pick up information. And it starts to transmute that information, transduce that information. It turns it into patterns and pictures and code. And, and, And you can start to understand this stuff. So it's really, really important to kind of activate that third eye. And it's a real primary focus for us. And through correct nutrition, deep breathing, light and sound, everyone can activate it and switch it on.
1: That's good news. So there's <laughs> hope we can do that.
3: That nice.
1: And no fluoride, I hear. Fluoride is a, a big one that can damage the pineal gland.
3: Definitely. I mean, fluoride burns through concrete in its natural form. You can imagine what it does to our bodies. I mean, it's just terrific. And there's so many yeah. other, like, he- heavy metals in, in the water. And, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of poisoned left, right, and center.
1: Yeah, we are. Yes, that's very, very true. Ay, 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 We are made a mess. Um, So in terms of COVID, because I know, PK, you started to ask about this. Um, mm-hmm. what 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 are the ETs and everybody? What, what are you hearing about COVID? What's your guidance on that for
3: people? We're at a crossroads in human history, and it kind of comes back to what we were saying a minute ago about people stepping into their power. So if, if, if you look at COVID-19 and, and you break the numerology of it down, it, it, so, so there's dark and light. And the way I see the world at the moment is you've got dark and light they're like two of the fastest human beings on the planet running 100 meters. And they're neck and neck, and they're, eight, they're 20 minutes from the finishing line. So 20 meters from the finishing line. And who's going to come over the finishing line first, dark or light? Well, we as the human species, the human race, as a global family, we get to choose. But a lot of people don't realize that they have that choice. Now, if you look at COVID-19 and you break it down, C is three. And three in Hebrew means the angel of of the abyss. And then Ovid in Latin means sheep. And 19 in Hebrew means the slaughterhouse. So you've got the angel of the abyss taking the sheep to the slaughterhouse. So they've got us all wearing masks and, and preparing us for these big vaccinations, which are just going to make us worse. They're going to inject us with the nanotechnology to amplify the artificial intelligence and to control us as, as a human species and, and, and start the process of turning us into cyborgs. This is their great big plan. At the same time, if you look at uh, 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 C, uh, C-19, COVID-19 in Chinese acupuncture, it means the thymus gland. Now the thymus gland is the higher heart. Once you activate the higher heart, you connect the cosmic energy and your whole life just completely transforms. So COVID-19 is a double-edged sword. And and we get two choices. We can be the slaves, wear the mask, go to the slaughterhouse, get Bill Gates' injection and and, and become controlled and subservient and complete slaves for the rest of our existence. Or we can open up our high hearts, connect to cosmic energy and, and, and reclaim our sovereignty and take control back of our lives and our planet and say no to all of this crazy stuff that's happening. So we're at a crossroads right now. It is something that can be beautiful or it's something that can be completely chaotic and destructive. And we as a species have to make that conscious choice, which path are we going to take? Are we going to take the dark path or the golden age timeline? And, and whichever one we take is the one that we're going, to, we're going to create. And some people will ride one timeline, some people will ride the other. I know which one I'm on, and I know which one you two are on. Uh, everyone else has got to step up to the plate.
2: Do you think they will?
3: I, I, I mean, many people are. But there's a lot of people that are still very fast asleep and there's a lot of people that are handing their power over to many things that are happening at the moment. There's a lot of people that, you know, I mean, I think Donald Trump's done an amazing job. He's waking so many people up mm-hmm. at the same time. A, a lot of people are, having, are, put, are putting all their faith into him and, and he's not actually going to save anybody. You know, no one, no one can save anybody apart from themselves. And we've got to realize that, that we have to take our own course of action. And it's why what we're doing with Star Magic at the moment is building communities. So we're building one in Romania, one in Madeira and Portugal, and we're looking for other parcels of land too. Um, I'm actually going to Romania this Sunday to meet the architects and the the geologists to start drilling a hole for our own water well and to start the the planning and the the drawing because we want to get people together um, and live off the grid and, and create our own communities that are outside of the system. And, and this is what we've got to do as a human species, create a new way of living. We're never going to be able to be free inside this current system. We must create a new system, a flexible, sovereign system that where we barter, where we care, where we share, where, where it's based on love and compassion and not greed and control. Do you think there's hope for that to
2: take place the way things are going right now? <laughs>
3: I mean, like, like, I mean, I don't hope, I don't like that word. I think hoping's for gamblers. I trust, I know that this is going to happen. Okay. Like, I have every I too. faith that this is going to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm not hoping. Okay. I'm, I'm making this happen. I'm creating this every single day, and I know thousands of other people that are creating it too. And, and, and consciousness is amplifying on the planet. Like the human frequency has been has been plus 40, and between 40 and 100 is when you activate your superhuman abilities healing at distance, telepathy, telekinesis, biolocation, all of this sort of stuff. And the the, the codes that are coming from the galactic core, from the constellation of Sagittarius, the great central sun, those biophotonic rays, those plasma rays, they're hitting our DNA, and they are waking us up, baby. And, and, And this is something that just can't be stopped. As long as people don't get the injections, we're going to be fine. Those that get injected, it's going to be either death for them or not very nice end to their life mm-hmm.
2: you think sense. they're going to try to make it mandatory
3: they're going to try i mean in, in england at the moment there's a hospital called coventry hospital and people that are going in there are being murdered they're, they're, they're injecting them with the coronavirus injection and killing them straight away taking their bodies doing whatever they're doing with them and their souls they're recycling back through the program they've got uh, and putting them back into other bodies where they can control them because our sol- there, there's a whole system in place. When our souls leave the planet, we're supposed to get free will choice. But they corrupt our souls to come back day, down into another physical body because they harvest our energy through physical vessels. So there's a lot of police around the hospital. They're not letting family members in. I know people personally that have been in the hospital recently. The doctors have called them in and said, listen, you've got a kidney infection. They've gone in for a kidney infection. And then their families haven't heard from them their family's gone to the hospital and and, and said, where's my my daughter, for example, or my mother? And they're saying, well, she's been taken into the COVID ward. She tested positive. So they burst through the doors, and um, they're there drugged up. They they can't even recognize their own family. You know, I know people personally that are going through this process. So it's really crazy what's happening on the planet at the moment. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Now, when you talk about this with turning us into cyborgs, that's, sounds like uh, the Doctor Who shows that we watch. And who's doing this? I mean, is it terrestrial or is this a combination of terrestrial and ET, negative ET energy?
3: It's it's both. I mean, you have human beings that are kind of um, operated externally by ETs or you have human beings that are just empty vessels and soulless and are controlled by negative extraterrestrials. Um, you also have human clones. You have soulless humans. Um, a lot of our government, they're clones. Um, a lot of the U S government, a lot of many of the governments, but you have like Draco reptilians, reptilians, uh, uh you've got tall white grays. There's, there's different extraterrestrial species that are kind of, you know, running this whole program. Um, and they can, they, they, have controlled for, for many, many years, the government the banking families, all of these things. And, uh, yeah I mean they, they they do it for energy they do it for control.
1: Have you run into any of the reptilians that are good or are they all uh, operating out of negative energy
3: no most most of them most of them are, there's, i I've met eight species of reptilians and 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 seven of the species that i 've met are, are beautiful, and even some of the ones that people say are negative are really beautiful um, but there are some Absolutely despicable, evil ones. Um, but yeah, there's, there's there's positive and negative everywhere. I mean, in, in all of the different extraterrestrial races, I've seen positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so, okay. it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's on all different planets and stuff. You know, dark light, high vibration, low vibration. However, you want to kind of frame it.
1: And with your abilities, can you uh, you can really look at people and who are who may be ETs? in disguise and, and determine who's who? Do you have that? Yeah, title? I mean, I
3: see, I, yeah, I, I, I see reptilians all the time. Yeah, e- even in my local town where I live, Cheltenham, I've seen <laughs> loads of them. You see them in human bodies. And the thing is, when, when your third eyesight is switched on and you've got that kind of like one foot in the physical reality and one foot in the metaphysical, it's really easy to spot them because they have to shapeshift every eight seconds they can't hold that frequency for long periods of time it takes too much energy so they're shape-shifting constantly and when they shape-shift there's a split second when they kind of phase um, their face phases in that of reality and often you can see it through the eyes and yeah and and you'll see it come through their face like the kind of reptilian features
1: god, god. <laughs> oh, it's scary these I tell you. Well, and again, you know, what we're getting here from you, Jerry, is confirmation because we've heard this, haven't we, P.K.? We've heard it's this we have. from Captain Kramer, we've and we've also heard it from Lynn Buchanan. So this is getting confirmation all over the place, and it's fascinating. But certainly it does make sense that people would want to commit to their own enlightenment and to opening up the higher center's so that they can really see what's going on and that they're not at the effect of it anymore but like you said there are a lot of people who are fast asleep still and i guess that's a choice right
3: yeah i think what's really important for everyone to, to know is that you've got two choices in life you've got love or fear you've got this one vibrational energy spectrum and and love is at one end fear is at the other then you've got like joy and bliss and and, and, and hatred and jealousy and all these other emotions in between, but they're all on this one scale. So just choose love or fear. And, and, and if you, if you want to, you know, be a high vibrational being, choose love. And, and even though we've just kind of mentioned some things that could potentially put fear into people, the aim of the game is to be in love in every situation because these negative beings, they can't be in the space of someone with a high vibrational frequency. It, it really disrupts their field. Uh, it makes them angry. Um, they, they often threaten you. I mean, I've bumped into these things in the physical. And if you stay in love and you stay focused and you maintain that heart frequency, they leave you alone. Um, they'll try and disrupt you. But if you just stay in your heart, you say, I love you, even if you're faced with something that isn't very nice, you just say, come on, give us a big hug. <laughs> and, and and just love them. And they, they'll just they'll leave you alone. Lo- love really That's is the key, crazy. you know. Love, love, love is the way forward. It's the way inwards. It's the way everywhere. Right, right. What was
1: it? I guess you, I know you told us the turning point about your accident, but you talk about the deep self love that's also necessary. And what was it that helped you come to terms with yourself? Because you had quite a checkered past, and yet somehow you found a way to really embrace and love yourself on every level. What what helped you with that?
3: You, you know, it's been a, a constant kind of um, evolution of events. When, when, when I was still doing my, my criminal activities, um, something I didn't mention at the start, I mean, there's lots of things that have been part of my journey, but I, I met a spiritual teacher, and she used to work for Scotland Yard, and she was involved in the psychic division, and she t- taught me how to remote view and, and, and do various different things. She had a past life regression business. And... Um, I, what, what I used to steal a lot of money from banks. And, and what I used to do is, is she, she used to help me get that money to Africa, and we used to give it to people, to charities that were building schools and hospitals and water pipelines. So I, I used to be doing all of this criminal stuff, but I used to be giving some money away to different charities. And we used mm-hmm. to get letters come back. And the letters that used to come back would be like, you know, we've done this with the money, that with the money. And it used to melt my heart. And, and, and this happened for a few years. And then I met these blue beings when I went to this other planet. Uh, and, and then we came back. And, and then I started Star Magic. And then we started going to, um, we went to the Philippines to help with the hurricane. We went to Cambodia to help in the jungle. So I've been doing a lot of humanitarian work. And, and going out and kind of like, I don't know, just kind of giving in this way has really helped me find that love um, from within. And, and, and then helped me find it within myself too. And, and it's not been easy. That's probably been the hardest thing that I've ever had to do is to love myself and, 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 and to let this love out. But, and, and even in these days now when I don't love myself, you know, and we, we all go and have our ups and downs. But yeah. it's a constant discipline to, 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 to go inwards every day and finding and healing those deep parts of yourself that need healing and just loving your inner child and loving all of these aspects of you, dark and light, and just bringing it all into equilibrium. You know, and and take away that self-judgment.
1: Right. That's the hard part, the negative talk. But that's the path Mm -hmm. of a shaman. You know, that's self-acceptance, that no matter what, you love yourself. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I think we all do in the audience, too. I'm getting a lot of messages here that, yeah, that is a challenge and a half. But you're doing great work on so many different levels with this.
3: Yeah, i think you know with, with this path and this journey it's it's like a roller coaster that you can't get off of you know someone's someone's pressed go, and I just keep going around the circuit, <laughs> but the circuit it doesn't go around right in circles it keeps keeps going in you know all over the galaxy and all over the world and 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 i I don't think I'll ever get off it, and I don't want to and and I you know when when you truly find your purpose, it's what you're meant to do, so it doesn't feel like work it doesn't feel stressful you just you just love doing it because you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing and we've all got different missions and once you find it and everybody's got one it just kind of takes you and you just kind of just have to hold on and i think that's what's uh, important are, so
1: are, are your children involved in this work with you i'm just gonna ask that too ah, we're reading yeah my, each other's
2: my, daughter, my
3: daughter's 18 yeah my mm-hmm. daughter's 18 um she, she she writes children's books um, um spiritual kids books books for kids they're like cartoons they're amazing so she does that work she's really mm-hmm. into horses um, they come to the trainings and help out my son's 15 um, he's an amazing healer uh, so I, I've got a feeling that he's really going to follow this path too yeah, yeah so they, they they know how to do it they, they, they know how to do it just as good as me and probably better than me I think it's more natural for kids than it is Definitely. for adults we've got to kind of strip away things and recondition ourselves if you bring the kids in early, it's just so natural for them. You know, we get kids of eight years old come to our trainings, and they just know this stuff. They're just so advanced.
2: Well, I yeah, never thought it, about yeah. that, the youngsters like that, to be able to uh, bring them to the training. How wonderful.
5: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah I mean, like what, what, one of the primary reasons that we're actually doing this is because, and I've not mentioned this yet, but we want to build these healing centers to actually help people. Uh, build these communities to to create a new system. But there's two other reasons. Number one is once, once we build several of these healing centers spread around the Christ consciousness grid of the planet, we're going to be able to anchor these extraterrestrial light frequencies and bring them to planet Earth through like a structured geometrical grid, like safely and powerfully and amplify the planetary frequency. So that's one reason. But the other is we want to create a platform for the kids. So there's nowhere at the moment where the kids can really go and showcase all of their abilities. And what we see is the kids that are coming down there; they're really unique, they're really special, um, and 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 they can use their minds to move things around with telekinesis. They can heal so easily. You don't have to teach them anything; they know it better than we do. And and there's a lot of kids in England that get taken out of school for showing these abilities, and they get taken into these homes. They get drugged up. They get manipulated oh, with demons and then sent back to their parents. Oh, my God. That's terrible. That's horrible. Yeah, we want to create platforms where these kids can come and be creative, they can come and be free, and they don't have to learn like an indoctrinated system. They can just come in and, and, and show the world what they came to show the world to be. And, and I, I see in 15 years' time, you know, the kids that come through these healing centers, they're going to be running our world. And and us adults are going to be sat in the classrooms, and the kids are going to be showing us what to do, showing us how to run the world in the best way possible.
1: How do you know, know, Jerry? I just had I have one question that just came through, and somebody is asking how many people are needed for you to come here to the United States to do the five day training.
3: Um, it it all depends, really. on like the facility and what they charge and all this sort of stuff G- generally when we come to the states we'll have like 50 um to 70 people in our class we, we we would come for less i mean the best thing to do if someone wants to contact us and we'll just have a chat on the phone and we'll try and work it out i mean i'm always happy to come and train new groups of people like we, we, we've done it before where we've trained 20 people 15 people if someone's got an intimate group and they want us to come over we'll come you know, if we can share okay. this stuff and get more people working with it. So if any of the listeners are out there, just just go to StarMagicHealing.com, email us, set, just put your phone number and, and all your contact details, and I'll give you a call.
2: That sounds right. fabulous. Uh, Jerry, how yeah. would you know if, if a child is a, a candidate to be go to the training?
3: I mean, you know, all of the kids that, that have come on the planet since about 2004, every single one of them, okay. all of them, and and, and, but, and even, okay. even a little bit before that, a, a lot of them. Yeah, like they, they, there's different types of kids coming onto the planet at the moment, uh, and, and I, call, they're, they're, like, the, I call them the new and the old kids. So you've got really ancient souls that have been
5: to mm-hmm. Earth many
3: times, and they're carrying ancient wisdom to to, to share with us. Yeah. And then you've got kids that have not been to planet Earth. They're like completely new frequencies, new souls. Um, and these kids are like, what, what, what the hell is going on on planet Earth? This is crazy. They've <laughs> never seen anything like it. But they're here just to hold the space for the old souls. So a lot of these kids, um, a, a lot of them are fully functional, but a lot of them come down with Down syndrome or, or, or different kinds of disorders. But they're just here because their light is so bright and they're just here to just shine love and just to be a beacon. And their, their, their frequency radiates for hundreds of kilometers. So you have these kids dotted all over the planet, creating a grid all the way around the planet to amplify the frequency, to hold the space for these um, these old souls that are just coming down, to share all this kind of galactic information. So, yeah, wow. there's some really special kids coming down there. Gosh,
1: look, Jerry, unfortunately we're running out of time this has gone like a blink of an eye it's been fantastic yes. to be able to to hear from you tonight God bless you for all that you're doing and the courage it takes to do this work and yes we will all be in touch I'm sure I've had so many messages from people that want to contact you and either do private work or your group work so thank you so much for joining us this evening and everybody again get a copy of Jerry's book. It is called Star Magic. You can learn all about healing with light codes and you can go to his website, starmagic.com. Jerry, thank you so much. I, oh, it's
3: I'd been a delight have been to, to have you, have you with us, us Jerry. I'm so grateful. Thank you so, so much, ladies. It's been an honor. Uh,
1: our pleasure. Well, you take care and next week, everybody, we'll be back with another great show. We've got Josh, Shapiro, and is Crystal Skulls. Don't want to miss it. So take care, everybody. Be safe out there, and we'll see you on the Blue Highway.
0: Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.
1: Sedona, and I just had somebody text me. They want to do one here in the Berkshires, so we'll see what we can arrange. I would love to have a, a session with you, so I'll be contacting you through your website, also. So we'll see what we can line awesome. up.
3: Well well, 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 when you um, if you do book a healing, just put the issue you 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 two from from the radio show, and uh, Patricia, you know Patricia, and, and and is it PK or is it PK?
1: Yeah, she's another Patricia. We just call her PK on the air. Her name
3: is Patricia okay. Kirkman. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So just j- just let us know that it's you two, just so I know, and uh, and and, and uh, I'll be, you know, I'll be really re- really keen to speak to you, and 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 I'll try and bring it forward as well because there's a bit of a waiting list. So. Um, oh.
0: Okay. Great. Yeah.
3: Just just let us know it. It would be awesome. Yeah. Just just my my PA will contact me and just say it's, it's it's you two from from the radio show, and yeah, we'll get connected. I look forward to working with you. I'm so grateful, ladies. It's been a, a, an well, awesome, awesome hour and a half.
1: It, it's just our pleasure. I, You know, when the first time I read about you, I had never heard of your work before, and I was just something called to me, and that's usually how I book people. So <laughs> I'm just so excited. I also wanted to thank you for your flexibility that you were able to come on tonight after I screwed up the date. So, again, you were very gracious to do that, talk, and yeah. I appreciate it.
3: I think it was supposed to be tonight, you know, we just got to go with the flow, you know, so it's all energy, so we just ride the energy.
1: Well, thank you for that, and uh, I'll be in touch for sure, and and we'll take it from there.
3: All right, lots of love. Have an amazing day, yeah?
1: You too, Jerry. Lots of love to you too. Big hugs.
3: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
3: Bye Bye-bye.